So we are traveling and we're staying over the borders. The question on our guest, the destination, was one that generally you all got right. And uh, Jay in KZN saying, good morning, Mish, on this chilly but beautiful morning. Your destination today is the magnificent Alexandria in Egypt, in which the lighthouse of the pharaohs was erected. It was a structural wonder of the ancient world. It's also the home to a library which held up half a million scrolls, making it one of the most important cultural centers of the ancient world. Yep. It certainly was. And the man who's going to talk about it is a man who has just been there. He is, and he's well, just about round the corner from it right now. He's been traveling, traveling, traveling. We spoke to him at the start of his travels. None other than the one and only Kingsley Holgate on his Holgate Transcontinental Expedition. Kingsley, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Good to hear your voice again, and uh, I hope things are all good in South Africa. Things are all good. I'm wondering how things are going for you, sir. You have <laughs> gone all the way up the continent, and you have finally reached Alexandria. I don't think it's been as easy as you expected. Eh? <laughs> no, I've had its challenges, uh, but Africa is magnificent and challenging and exciting as always. Yeah. You know, we left uh, Cape Agulhas about seven months ago, and the challenge is to go from the southernmost point of Africa, as you know, Cape Agulhas, um, all the way to the northernmost point of Europe, Norway's Nordkap in the Arctic Circle. And, of course, reaching Alexandria is a hugely important milestone in the journey, Cairo, and then on to, miles, and then on to ancient Alexandria, meaning that we'd been able to zigzag across Africa, this time in a more unusual way. So... Let's first start with Alexandria, and then we're going to go through your um, amazing and fascinating journey by what I read. Um, Alexandria, the place of the the place of the uh, lighthouse, the place of great scrolls, as Jay from KZN said. Talk to us about it. It's. I actually, for some reason, prefer it to Cairo. It's mm. sort of not quite as busy and everything. And it's only sort of two odd hours these days um, to get down to Alexandria. And, of course, the importance for us is reaching what to us in this case was the northernmost uh, point of Africa for our journey. And Alexandria is such a historic important place alexander the great the ancient library of course which has now been remodeled rebuilt into a, a most beautiful edifice and of course what was meaningful to us is the ancient pharaoh's lighthouse um, at alexandria and with us having left from the lighthouse in cape Agulhas, which is said to be themed on that same lighthouse so you had this connectivity between cape Agulhas and ancient alexandria with its narrow streets and bustling people and traffic and and also with a sort of laid-back Mediterranean feel about it. So you, you started out, and of course part of your project is um, the Goodbye Malaria Project. It's also the eyesight bringing spectacles to people all over the continent. I understand that in the process of your journey, uh, a couple of your team actually caught malaria. Yes, you know, it's something and you and I have chatted about it in the past, Michelle. It's something that I think every African traveler has to live with. Um, I, I think I've had malaria more than 60 times. And the, the entire team went down badly in Uganda. We were up at Kadepa, right up against the border 
um, with South Sudan, and it's a beautiful part of Africa, so wild and just seldom visited, actually. And uh, the entire team, other than myself, amazingly enough, uh, went down with malaria. So, but, you know, we're over, we're over it within a week, treated ourselves with coartum, and uh, it also just, you know, taught us that lesson that what people go through, the suffering and the pain with malaria and people not always having the modern drugs that we do where you can reach into the cubbyhole or your medical kit and you treat yourself, you know, immediately because we know the symptoms, but what it is like for mums and kids where they don't have that treatment and the yeah. suffering that it causes. You know, uh, Kingsley, um, I, I understand that the way you traveled up through the continent was challenging. You you couldn't go through the um, Tigray uh, through certain regions in Ethiopia because of the Tigray civil war. You uh, must have uh, addressed and found uh, various areas of of conflict on the continent as well, which which made those travels difficult. What were some of the highlights or even lowlights of the travel? Well, the highlight, of course, is always the, the beauty of our continent, the wildlife, mm. the people, the cultures. The, and, you know, with having left Africa now, we've moved on from Alexandria uh, into into the Balkans. One just sort of misses that, that um, you know, the friendliness of home and stuff that we're so used to in Africa. And um, so, as always, the continent was was beautiful in every way, and the appreciation for the from the people we were able to help with the right to sight reading glasses, the malaria work, the 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 life straws, you know, for clean water. Mm. Um, but yes, we did face a a, a bit of an um, obstacle in terms of Ethiopia. The Tigrayan conflict was on the border, was closed at that time, and so we had to make uh, an important decision, and that was to go through South Sudan, which we'd been to South Sudan before we'd actually been in Jorba for the celebration of the youngest country on earth at that time. Yeah. Uh, had in fact gone down the Nile in inflatable boats, so we had to reconnect with Jorba, which was all fine, and then through South Sudan, and we had friends that helped us with that. Um, and then, of course, uh, one crosses from South Sudan through the disputed area of Abaye, which then takes yeah. you into into North Sudan or the Republic of Sudan. And unfortunately, we arrived in that scenario at a really difficult time. In the one village we passed through, 46 people killed, um, illegal roadblocks that were you know, put us put up to stop us along the way, logs and thorn trees across the road, intimidation, too many guns, threats, lots of negotiation from our side, and then finally being spat out um, into the Republic of Sudan and then being arrested by the military, kept in a the camp there for some three days, and then finally getting through to Khartoum. So it was a bit of a zigzag. Uh, we managed to sort of negotiate and you know, keep things cool. Um, but it was scary at times. You know, just before we even get onto the Balkan, I, I was chatting to my Uber driver this morning, Shamu, who hails from Burundi, and he was talking as a you know as someone who uh, has travelled through the continent and has been a refugee, um, just about the, the the issues of of some of the conflicts on the continent and challenge it is for people who just need to want to uh, ensure that their lives are safe and that their children are safe. You must be meeting people like that all the time. And I'm not just on the continent. I mean, you talk about the fact that you're going into the Balkan. I mean, we've got the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and that must have impacted your travels as well. 
Absolutely. You know, we've, uh, just as we had a detour around uh, Ethiopia in terms of this journey through Africa to get to Alexandria, now as we head for Norway, the sort of race against time to get to the northernmost point of Europe. And always our route was to take us through Bulgaria and then, of course, you know, into the Ukraine and across Russia. And we're looking forward, in fact, to Moscow and such beautiful cities like St. Petersburg. And uh, so now, of course, a major change. And uh, so we head straight to the West Balkans. We've left from Alexandria, um, enjoyed, so enjoyed Alexandria, and then shipped the vehicles to Piraeus in Greece. And then these three South African registered Land Rovers with the whole team very wide-eyed, never having been to the Balkans before, can you believe it, across Greece. And Greece was as lovely and friendly as always. And then, of course, across North Macedonia, across Kosovo. Wow, what conflict and history in that small country. And um, last night, we we arrived here in Belgrade in Serbia. Sure, sure. So, Kingsley, are we going to get to chat to you when you get to that very top <laughs> area, the Arctic? <laughs> I do I do hope so, Michelle. Is um, is still a lot of zigzagging to do across uh, oh. Eastern Europe. You know, up through Finland, for example, um, and then to that northernmost point in the Arctic Circle. You know, we're struggling to get used to these long twilight hours, uh, you know, where it's only getting dark at sort of 10 o'clock. Um, yeah. But, and we're camping wild wherever we can, and you'll be absolutely amazed at the beautiful forest and little unknown tracks. So, because of the high cost of Europe for us on our South African rands, um, we are able to sort of get into absolutely unspoiled places, you know, monasteries and deep in forests and everything. And um, it's, it's, just, it's just the most amazing, amazing journey. And I must say, arriving here in Belgrade on a Friday night, everybody uh, taken to the streets, the Umpa bands, the buskers, the yeah, people on scooters just it's just a, a, a wonderful vibe in a country that's gone through so much pain kingsley holgate always great to chat to you explorer humanitarian author and he's on the transcontinental expedition they reached alexandria and egypt finished the entire continent and they continue to move on up and will definitely uh, ensure that we chat to him as he goes further as well